on this week's episode of The Breakaway, presented by U.S. Bank. We talked to three Academy players, Jesus Sanchez, a.k.a. Chewy, who's with the first team right now. I actually talked to him right before the Vegas match. And then also Uli and Amjad, who have been with the Academy for a little while. We get to talk to them about the MLS Next Cup and a few more things uh, that we get to touch on and what the Academy has done for them. So a lot of good stuff from them uh, as we get to hear from some of the guys in the Academy and their experiences. That's coming up on today's episode. But first, this financial timeout from U.S. Bank is all about what to do if your identity has been stolen. It's important to act right away to try to reduce further damage. First things first, call your bank and any companies where fraudulent purchases were made. Immediately change your passwords and pins. Next, contact a credit agency to place a fraud alert. Call the Federal Trade Commission to report identity theft or go to identitytheft.gov. When you report identity theft to the FTC, you'll get an identity theft affidavit, which you can use to create a police report. Lastly, combine your affidavit and your police report to create your identity theft report. Identity theft can have lasting damage, and your identity theft report can help prove you were a victim for financial matters in the future. Visit usbank.com slash financialiq for more information on identity theft. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. At Oak Grove Charter School, our students chase their dreams. Student advance at their own pace. EGCS offers flexible schedules, small class sizes, and accelerated learning in a fully accredited learning environment. We help students balance their academic goals while pursuing their passions in club sports, performing arts, entrepreneurship, and much, much more. Elk Grove Charter School is now enrolling. Learn more by going to egcs.egusd.net or give us a call at 916-714-1653. We're confident our students will astound you. Hey, Breakaway fans. Shout out to our friends at Suncrest Bank who not only believe that local matters, they prove it with their support of Sac Republic. When you think about the struggles we've endured over the past year and a half, it's good to know that Suncrest Business Recovery Center is at the backs of local businesses the entire time with PPP, SBA, and agribusiness loans. They're here for the long haul, ensuring our community not only survives, but thrives. Suncrest Bank is where Central Valley turns for personal and business banking needs. Visit any one of their seven locations or online at suncrestbank.com. You can also call them at 916-830-3560. And speak to a Suncrest business account representative today. It's 916-830-3560. And hey, give us an assist. Tell them Connor Sutton sent you. Go Republic. Go Suncrest Bank. The bank where local matters. An equal housing lender. Member FDIC. All right. Let's do it. Welcome to The Breakaway, a Sacramento Republic podcast. Banded in the box. Unbelievable strike. My goodness, what a defensive play. Half the crowd can't even believe it. So I want to I want to welcome you guys to the podcast. Excited to talk to three guys currently in the academy system. Um, Uli, I want to start with you, man. How has the academy set you up for success? I know you're going to college here pretty soon. What has the process been like? We'll talk MLS Next Cup here in a little bit, but what has the process been like for you? Yeah, so it was amazing. Obviously, I got to start preseason with the first team, so I got a lot of experience in that. And then when I was brought back down into the academy you know I was able to help other people and Ivan super good person super good coach you know he helped the academy a lot so like being able to have the resources to you know develop and become a super good team like it was just it was amazing and then for college you know Ivan and Dennis they never stopped helping me so I was never really worried about what was next for me 
So, what was it like be, uh, training with the first team uh, in preseason? Did that did it make you realize you got to step up your game? What was that? I mean, I, I'm sure it's kind of tough. Like, right, you're on the outer circle a little bit from the first team guys. How did that work? Yeah, so there were about seven of us, and it was it took us took us a while to get to develop into the system. You know, obviously to step up from 19s to first team is a huge step, and then obviously we were also playing against uh, MLS teams, so it's like you have to be ready for that. But I think, you know, I stepped up with, with Mark and Colin's help. You know, they were a big help. So, I mean, it, it was fun. And now I get to go to a top Pac-12 school. So, obviously, it shows what the level's like. Yeah, congrats to you on that. Chewy, you're with the first team right now. I mean, you've had a, a, a good year. Obviously, you, uh, you were in goal in that, what, that uh, preseason match, right? Came in off the bench, uh, I believe. What was that, April 24th? Is that right? Yeah. Yep. It what was. was that experience like for you? It, it was good, man. You know, get to play in front of the fans. Wonderful, wonderful fans, man. Love, you know, especially them saying my name. It was really, it was a really good feeling. And then just going in there and, you know, trying to play my best, you know, try to keep that shut out for, you know. What, uh, what has it been like having, you know, knowing Mark Briggs has the confidence in you, like to put you into the 18 right now, right? With, with, uh, you know, working with guys like Tomas Gomez and Rafa Diaz, good goalkeepers. But, you know, you're you're right there with them in the 18. What has that been like? Huge confidence, huge self-confidence, knowing that, you know, any minute anything can happen and they, they having the confidence of me, you know, going in. It's, it's a huge self-confidence in myself. You know, it gets, you know, helps me believe in myself even more, especially learning from Tomas, you know, it's, it's been a really huge plus. Rafa Diaz and Tomas Gomez has really been a huge help for me. Love it. Love to hear it. All right. Well, and, I'll, and I want to talk to you guys all a little bit here. I'll have you guys all jump in. But finally, we got to ask the man who just who just committed. Can we talk about it? Are we even allowed to admit to say it yet or no? Of course, yes. We can talk about it. We can talk about it? Tell me about it, man. How, how excited are you? How, how did the academy play into that? Give me, give me everything. Give me the details. All right. So, uh, first of all, I think the quality of the staff and the players really, really helped because um, Dennis and Ivan, our coach, academy director, really uh, helped me get into contact with these schools, get me on a platform kind of for them to watch me. And then the quality of my team um, really boosted that because it gave these coaches incentive. You know, they want to watch good players, play for good teams. And then on an MLS Next platform, I think, um, you know, because our team did so well at that tournament, it allowed me to it put me on a better platform for them to watch me and to um, reach out to me, gave them more of an incentive. You see, like, um, so UCLA, they contacted me after the tournament. I went on a visit and I just verbally committed. It was great. Congratulations, man. That's awesome. Uh, I know these guys are all excited for you too. And uh, uh, Uli, you guys are little Pac-12 rivals now going to UW. So that'll be fun to, to watch. How was the MLS Next tournament for you guys? Take me through that that experience. I know it was a, a longer tournament. We got to I watched the what the quarters and the semis, the semis, and it was uh, a lot of fun to get to watch you guys play. What was that? Uh, what was it like for you guys to play in those moments? I know there was a couple matches where you had like club teams from different teams talking trash on the sideline. I know I saw a little bit of that. So tell me about it. What was the experience like? Yeah, so that was actually my first playoff experience, which, you know, it was it was a little crazy. It's not what, you know, we're used to, like, going normally it's group stage and then 
you go home, you play the quarters and then you go home for the semis and finals, like, which is a week later. But um, I mean, for us, I think it worked out very well with us having such a small roster. We only have 14 people, but you know, everyone on the team, we all got super close and it was just an amazing experience. Like, after we won the quarters, everyone was just, you know, super excited because we got moved into a new hotel and they started feeding us. And so we were going crazy on the bus. But overall, it was just an amazing experience. I would do it again if I could. Uh, Any, anything else to add to that? I know Chewy, Chewy uh, doesn't have a whole lot to add to that. But I know you, you've been through the process before. But it's also different, right, coming out of a COVID year. What was it like for you guys to kind of be able to kind of have that back a little bit? It's, it's definitely a good feeling, you know, getting back. Especially, I remember the first day coming back from the COVID, getting to see you know, all, my, all my friends, you know, close friends, my teammates, coaching staff, you know, it was, it, was, it was definitely great to see them again. And then, you know, training, you know, it, it took a while to get some games in, but, you know, it was all worth it at the end. So the obviously the MLX Next Cup is the one that uh, just happened. I know you guys are like kind of in a little break right now, and you know obviously college season's coming up, uh, and for for you guys. But like I want to hear about the first days in the academy, or when you first came into the academy, got recruited into the academy. I want to hear everybody's story, how that happened. Um, what was your your feelings like heading into it? Uli, you so want to start? I... No, go no go for it. Go for it. Okay. Um... So I came into the academy my U13 year. I remember, um, and it was just a huge step up from club, you know, more professionalism, higher level players, better coaching. And I think ultimately it's just helped me develop into um, helping me maximize my potential as a player. And it's opened a bunch of pathways, you know, into college, some professional experience as well. I think it's just been a great experience overall. Can you think of anything specifically, maybe like even tactically that, was a step up um, from, you know, those first couple of days and what, some of the things that you've learned in the academy, you know, to step up your game? Uh, mostly it's just the level of play, you know, stepping up. Um, I, as you go up higher levels, you can't get away with stuff, you know, like training with even the academy the first team or club to academy, you lose the ball in certain areas, you get punished quickly. You have to be switched on at all times. You can't switch off defensively or else your whole team gets punished. Chewie, what about you? So, I came into the academy when I was 15, um, making sure I got I got looked at by Coach Ryan Suarez in this tournament when I was with my club, and he called me out to come train with them, and I made the team. You know, definitely right away I noticed that the competition was, you know, a huge difference, especially with all, you know, really good, talented keepers. You know, makes you, you know, perform at your best every training session, every game. Um, and how M. Josh said, you know, I feel like the biggest difference was that you always have to have a plan before you get the ball. I feel like that was the, that was the biggest, you know, change I had to make. You know, right right when you get the ball, you just, you, can, you know, you have to have a plan already. Makes you think a little – you have to think quicker on the fly quicker. more than you would in practice. Okay, good. Exactly, yeah. Lily, what about you? Um, so I came in in the late U17s year. So, I mean, the first thing you notice when you come in is how fast everyone plays. I think that's the hardest thing to develop to. Um, you know, I can remember playing guys like Juju, Mario, and Hayden when they were, you know, with the with 
the first team in the 19th. So, you know, it was it was hard to get here at first. You know, it's not like – it's nothing like club, the level, you know, how everyone treats soccer. You know, it's different. People here are actually, like, super focused on soccer. So the environment is a lot more, you know, professional, and it's something some people can't handle. So I think it's – you know, it was great to get here, and it's the reason I'm at where I'm at. It's good to hear. Amjad, I'm curious, man, what, uh, you know, your first few games in the academy and playing with guys who maybe have been in it a little bit longer, did you feel like you were, uh, like, ready immediately for the speed for the game, or did it take you a little while, almost like when you train, you know, when guys train with the first team, they realize, man, the game moves faster at this level. Is that the same kind of mindset or is it different? Um, it, it took a little bit to get used to it, but I think just playing at the a higher level, it forces you, you know, you either have to get used to it quickly or you don't play. And so I think, I mean, it maybe took a couple months, but once I was there, you know, stay there, keep improving because the players around you kind of force you to. What does it mean for you guys to, um, you know, wear the Republic crest on your chest when you play um and i know i i'm sure you know when you talk to family members and you say you're in the sacramento republic academy it might hold maybe a little bit differently because it's in a professional academy what is that like you know as compared to club not trying to make clubs sound bad or anything. i'm just curious to you know to represent sacramento to represent the republic what is that like uh go ahead sorry oh um is it, it fine i start or all right Jay, you can go uh, okay, I can go then. Um, you know, it's it makes you proud, you know, kind of represent your city. Um, you know, when you, you – you don't only represent the club when you wear this crest, you represent the whole Sacramento area, and it's a proud feeling. Um, it holds a little bit more esteem than club, but, I mean, that comes with it. You have to be more professional. You have to, you know, represent well, and that's – I think it's a great feeling. Chewy, go ahead. Sorry for cutting you off. No, that's that's fine. Um, yeah, wearing wearing this crest is it's it's a really big deal, you know, off on and off the field. I feel like that's the biggest thing, you know. You're just not representing it, you know, on the field, you know, off the field. You know, you gotta be you gotta be professional, even if you're in the academy. You know, you have to do the right things, be respectful, you know, and represent the the crest as as best as you can. Billy, go ahead, man. Um, yeah, I think, you know, the difference between academy and club is every, I think every academy um, in SAC, you know, knows knows who SAC Republic is. So, you know, obviously it's the goal for a lot of players to be in the academy. So when you are one of those people that is able to wear the crest, you know, you have to hold your head high and you can't, you got to be smart about it because you're representing, you're representing everything now. In the MLS Next Cup tournament, you guys, uh, you guys made it a long way, right? You beat, you went far past a lot of MLS Academy teams. Did you guys bring, have a lot of pride with getting so far into, you know, basically one of the best Academy tournaments, um, you know, in, in the United States? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, obviously at the beginning of our journey, there was like some doubt on whether we would go to playoffs or not. So I think once when we did get there, everyone, you know, wanted to, we had, we had something to prove. So our seeding, we played the 17th seed first. And then our next game, which was, I think, the round of 32 or the round of 16, we played the first seed. 
So that was probably the best I think I've ever seen our academy play because, you know, we wanted to show we were the best team out there and we ended up winning that game. So I think we just had a lot of proof and everyone came ready to play. So, you know, we made it as far as we did and I wish we could have made it farther. MJ, what about you, man? I agree with everything you said, you know. Um, it's the games were really competitive, but I think even at times when we weren't out playing teams, we were outworking them. And that really, you know, we, we had a collective spirit within us, us and the 17s, both teams were able to make it so far. And we had a collective spirit that really helped us and pushed us through games when, um, you know, in the Dallas heat, it was super hot, humid. And I mean, obviously, yeah, we wish we could have gone to the finals, maybe won it, but we're super proud to make it to the semis too. What is uh, what is your guys' favorite memory or moment from inside the academy? It doesn't have to be on the field. It can be off the field. It very well might be the MLS Next Cub stuff that you just talked about, Yuli. But I'm just curious, do you guys have, you know, a good memory maybe off the field with the guys? Or is it, you know, I mean, you tell me. Yeah, so I think one of the funniest moments that I can remember, it was my first year, uh, our first time traveling we were all on a bus. Um, Chewy definitely remembers this. And we were doing a spelling bee. And Chewy was definitely having a hard time spelling some of the words that we were giving him. And, it, like, for my first year coming in, like, I'm, I was a little shy, like, not knowing any of the guys. So it was a good way to meet people. I won't put him on the spot too much, but. Yeah, don't do that. It's a very don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Chewy, I'm so, you remember that then, right? Yeah, I, I was hoping, you know, no one did. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I remember it. Yeah, really difficult times, huh, <laughs> what's your What's your favorite memory, Chewy? Um, my, favorite, my favorite memory. Yeah, actually, it's pretty recent. You know, it wasn't with the academy, but, you know, all of us in the MLX, you know, some of us were getting, you know, asked to take pictures, and I feel like that was a really – good experience to have, you know? No doubt. MJ, what about you? Um, honestly, it'd probably be making it so far in the MLS Next Tournament. It was awesome, an amazing experience. Love it. I love it. All right. Uh, I'll, we got a few more minutes here. But, I mean, Chewy's right now, he's in Vegas getting ready for a game tonight. So this is a game day interview, which very rarely happens. So uh, when you guys, MJ, Uli, when you guys watch Chewy on the first team, you know, what does that make you feel? Are you guys, I mean, I'm sure you guys are excited for him. Um, but when you, when he got it, he got his shot, what was the exhibition game? You know, what, do you guys pay attention to that? Like, hey, you know, I feel like I would imagine everybody like represents the academy. Like, yeah, let's go academy guy just scored. Or, you know, when Juju and Mario scored last year, or Hayden gets minutes. Do you guys kind of all feel that and represent that on the, when, when guys get chances in the first team? Yeah. So I was on the bench and, you know, we see Rafa go down and we're like, the only sub we have is Chewy. Like I was, I was getting super nervous for him, you know, cause it's obviously his debut in front of, or the first time we've had fans in forever. Right. You know, obviously it's super exciting. Like everyone's super proud of him. He deserves it. But like, we were all super nervous for him. So it was like, you know, I hope he does well. And obviously it's like a goal for the rest of us. You know, we want to get into a game as well. So he just, he's just setting a standard. 
Chewy, I know that that's, that's a big moment for you, but like, do you, do you remember watching feeling, I know it's never a good thing when a guy gets injured at, at any, you know, at any level. Um, but you realize, you know, you know, Rafa's hurt and you, you might have to go in. What is, what is kicking in in your mindset? What did, did the coaching staff say anything to you before you go in? What was that like? Yeah. Um, well, first, you know, how you said, sadly, you know, I never want to see any, any of us, any of us, you know, especially the GK union here that we have in first team get hurt. But, you know, when I saw it off at DS get down, you know, how Uli said I was the only goalkeeper. So I was like, you know, this might be my chance. And Matt just came, came and said, you know, start getting warmed up, you know, make sure you look sharp, you know, confident. And I feel like that was the only thing, you know, I had, I knew I had to step up, you know, keep the shutout. Mark was def, put, definitely pushing that in our in the locker room before the game, you know, make sure we get shut out. And that was the number one thing in my mind, making sure, you know, I had to get in, get in there like if it wasn't my first time, if that makes sense. And yeah, then once, sure. I, once, once I got in, it was just, you know, first minute, yeah, you feel a difference. But then after a while, it's it's just soccer, you know. You've been playing – we all have been playing it since we were really young. The only difference is, you know, especially there's fans behind you. And after a while, you even mute them out. I didn't, I didn't expect that to happen. But, you know, you just you, you just don't hear the noises no more. And then, yeah, once the once the once the whistle ended, I got the shut. We got the shutout. You know, good performance by the by the deep by you know Dan and Mitch that really helped me talk talking to me during the game. And then once the whistle blew, I heard all the fans. You know, and I heard them, and it felt really well going going up to them and clapping for them. All right, that's incredible. Good to hear. I, I love hearing these kind of stories. Kind of gives you goosebumps. Uh, excited. Uh, Excited to hear that one from you. All right, last thing I want to ask is the relationship you guys all have together, you know, as being a part of the academy. Mjot, I'll start with you, man. Like, when you look at, you know, these two guys on the screen, or you, I mean, you, obviously different levels from U15, U17, U19. Does there a bond between guys just because they're, they've been or are in the academy? Is that, is that, I feel like that's the case, but I just want to hear it from, from you guys. Yeah, definitely. You know, we, um, we spend so much time together training and, you know, when we go on trips, we stay together, uh, travel together, play together that, you know, we're all like naturally we become super close and um, the sort of relationship is I think it's more than friends. It's sort of a family level relationship between us that um, obviously helps us on the field, but also gives us great experiences off the field. Uli, what about you? Yeah, so, I mean, one of the biggest things we missed this year was travel. The only time we did travel was Dallas. So. And I definitely think that's a major key to like team chemistry, you know, um, being able to share rooms with people and go to people's rooms and play FIFA or like just to hang out in people's rooms. So, you know, obviously I think it made the difference and it was the reason why we made it so far in the cup because all of us were so close. So I'm definitely going to miss out with it being my final year. What about you, Chewy? Yeah. Um, I feel like the connection that we have as an academy is really strong. You know, even as the, you know, when I go out to the academy trainings, the, the you know, the younger goalkeepers confidently, you know, asking me questions about anything and, you know, with me respectfully answering them, you know, happily answering all their questions, knowing that I'm going to be making them better in the long run. And we just want the best for everybody. You know, Julio is really nice playing with you, man. I really enjoyed every moment I had with you. It was, it was a good pleasure, man. 
Yeah, I'm going to miss you especially, Chewy. Yeah, especially them spelling bees, huh? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. I said that was my last question. I have one more. So the one guy who's not on this call, who we were trying to get on this call, is Centeno, who is not only a talented player, but he's also the team barber. Has yeah, yeah. Has he has he cut any of your guys' hair? I know he does a good, really good job. Has he cut any of your guys' hair? Yeah, yeah, has not. Uh, if if we live closer, I would, I'd definitely get haircuts by him. But yeah. you know, I heard, he, he's a really good barber. Go, to, you know, you guys should go check him out, especially if you live in this close to his area. Yeah, MJ, you don't you don't really need haircut, right, man? You got the long flowing hair. You don't it's even need been it. A, been a long time since I got a haircut, but. You know, I see his work. If I was ever to cut it short, I'd probably go to him. Uh, during preseason try, I think you guys were there when he was cutting Falvey's hair. Do you guys remember that? Yeah, he cut Falvey's hair, and I think he lined up Mark's beard. That's right. I was uh, – I thought it was hilarious because uh, yeah. I was like, man, there's ever a time to not mess up. It's probably right now uh, yeah. in training camp. But Well, guys, congratulations on all your success. Um, thank you so much for joining us and, and kind of giving us a little insight in what it's like to be in the academy. Um, super excited to watch where your guys' career goes. I know it's going to be excellent um, no matter where you go. So thank you guys for doing this. Really appreciate it. Thank no you for problem. having us. Thank you. Our thanks to Chewy, Amjot, and Uli for jumping on the podcast. Good talking to those guys. Excited for their futures coming up. Our thanks to U.S. Bank for being the presenting partner of this podcast. And, of course, our thanks to you, the listeners, for your support. Please rate, review, and subscribe. And, as always, go Republic.